Hello? ¿Te lavaste las manos? Yes. ¿Te limpiaste bien? ¿Huh? ¿Te limpiaste bien? Yes. Or I need to go over no. no comiences. ¿Por qué te haces que no te gusta si te gusta? Ay, me, me gusta, pero me encanta. <laughs> Mensa. Hold on. Let me get a Dr. Pepper. Hopefully I can reach you. <sighs> I can't find... Bueno, here's an ASMR real quick. A ver. Nice. Is that a Pepsi? Ew, gross. Mira. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. It wasn't even a real one. Dr. Pepper. Sorry. Dr. Pepper. <sighs> Era el doctor Girafales. <laughs> you haven't heard that in a while, no. Esta jefa. Threw you off with that one, huh? Yes. Shit. <sighs> Where did that shit come from? What? Left field. Doctor Girafales? Yeah, that comment. Doctor Dijara, the Doctor Girafales. Uh huh. I'm drinking a Doctor Pepper. I didn't know how to say Doctor Pepper in Spanish, so I said the Doctor Girafales. Oh. I don't know how to say pepper. Okay, Doctor Pimienta. Doctor Pimienta. Yeah, no, Doctor Girafales, en lata. Damn it. All right, let me know. You're ready, right? Yeah. Nice and comfortable. I'm a frío. Hijo so ¿Qué pasó? I don't know if my... Oh, yeah. Never mind. I could tell the little moon means that my phone is on do not disturb, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Let me see. Yes, I'll I have my right water. Agüita. At my table. You have your Kleenex? I have Kleenex. I have a spray. Uh-huh. I have a Capri so Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you want to be a little girl or what? <laughs> yes. Llevamos una puta hora hablando and we haven't even recorded. It's okay. I missed our talks. Me too. We'll, we'll get our talks back in little by little. Whenever you're ready, I'll be ready. I'm ready. Okay. Give it a couple of seconds and then you'll know when I start. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Open season podcast. Once again, it's Monday morning. I hope you guys woke up. 
with a great attitude. Here we go. Today we have a special game, a special guest. Damn, I'm stuttering already. Today we have a special guest, one of my closest friends. Uh, she's a sweetheart. I've talked to her for a while. Um, I know half of her story. I guess I'm going to know the other half today. Um, she doesn't want to be introduced by her name, but we will introduce her by something. Um, y- y- you'll know why. Uh, maybe not. But who cares? Bubbles, welcome in. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Amazing. Thank you for coming in. Um, how do you feel being here? Good. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. And thank are you, you for excited? having me. Oh, it's, I'm it's... excited and I'm going to try to make it as raw as possible. So here we go. Hey, hey. When, whenever you're ready, go ahead. The mic is all yours. And before we start, do you know what you're going to talk about? <sighs> I know it's probably talked about a lot, but I assume everybody's story is different. So I'm going to talk about my relationship. Awesome. Well, the mic is yours. Or my ex relationship. Let's um, go. So, <clears throat> to start off, um, I'm in Minnesota. I'm originally from Texas. Uh, I've been here for over 22 years. Uh, I've made it my home here. I've created my family here. Um, back in 99, when we first moved here, I was about, what, middle school? And that's kind of where everything started. So we got here. Uh, we settled in. Um started to have my group of friends you know right. from school and stuff um so i started hanging around with the, a certain crowd and that is how i met him is through a mutual of mine okay um so we started you know hanging out doing what teenagers um we were friends before we a relationship, the whole being friends before being in a relationship scenario. Mm-hmm. Like I think most relationships start, right? Yeah. Um, the thing that uh, I guess attracted me from him was his personality. Um, he would make me laugh at any instant. Like it would just be instant and automatic like if I had a bad day he would make me laugh and that's really kind of what attracts me um relationship wise right as what I was what 13 I didn't know what a relationship was but again going back to the story um that's really what attracted me from him is was Mm -hmm. his personality the way he was always making people laugh. He was the clown of the room. Um, And I guess I sort of liked the attention that he would get, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to be a part of it, whatever. Um, 
so we would hang out after school. We would, um, um, we would eventually start like obviously getting to know each other more as a group, as friends, and obviously me and him kind of having our own thing on the side because we would talk uh, uh, a little bit more than you know our central group, right? That our clica, right? Um, you know, we were in middle. I was in middle school. He was in what? He was a junior, I believe. So I was like probably ninth or tenth grade when I met him, okay. and he was about to graduate. Um. And we just hit it off. I mean, he came into my life in a moment where I had moved from a different state, and, um, not knowing anybody, not having any friends. So I really grasped onto it, like just enjoying my time with him and, and, and having somebody to, to spend time with. Because again, it's a totally different state. It's freaking, I mean, I come from the South to come up here where it snows and it's gloomy all the time and it's a, a different environment. Right? Right. It's not the same things that you do in the South where it doesn't snow than what you do here. So it's right. different activities. It's different. It's, it's a whole different lifestyle. So just adapting to that itself was, you know, something that I was going through as somebody who was in middle school. And mm-hmm. we all know that middle school is your confused you're like what the fuck's going on you're you know going through puberty you're going through emotions yeah trying to figure out who you are that's where I was when I first met him so I really found in him sort of like the I don't want to say like the dad figure but I was looking for because you know how they say that you always date like your parent yeah kind of what I felt um looking for someone like your dad yeah I was trying to um even though my dad has always been there and has Mm -hmm. always been a good parent um and yeah why wouldn't I you know my dad was great husband father he was not perfect but again I think we all kind of look up at that you know yeah. And 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 try to want to find that. So yeah, maybe I saw a little bit of him, you know, uh, and what my my dad would home or what I would see. Um so then we started dating. Um my parents didn't know my parents were I would say or super attentive. So they found out that we were dating and the horror deal where like he came to my house, he brought his parents over. They're like, your daughter's dating my, my son, blah, 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 blah. Right. The whole scenario yeah. of like, right. We weren't even getting yeah. married, but because we were dating, my parents were like, well, you can't just be dating. You're going to know his we're going to talk to his parents. Um, right. If he wants to really date you and he wants to date you seriously, then he's going to do that. So he did that. Right. And 
that was about when I was 15. And we worked three years until we intimate, intimate. Because obviously yeah. we were both also somebody who had not been with somebody or, he, you know, virgins. Um, so then three years so later, you guys were... you know, we, we become intimate, right? For the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And that first time, well, I get pregnant. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. And Crazy. I get pregnant, and after that, everything kind of shifts. Like the energy shifts, the way that he is with me shifts. Um, this was, was during high school. Mm-hmm. No, it was. That was after I was fifteen. I was what grade was that? Tenth. Tenth grade. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Tenth grade. No, I take that back then because I had my daughter at 19. So it was my senior year that we actually started being intimate. Okay. And um, that same year, I I became pregnant. I walked pregnant. um, We started having issues right right away. we stayed off and on um, after that. I did tell him I want to, I don't want to, um, until I decided to say, hey, well, you know what? Like, if you don't want to be around, then you don't want to be around. And he left for a while. And then he reeled back, he reeled me right back in. And then I got pregnant with my second child. <sighs> Throughout this whole process, um, I didn't realize or I didn't see the red flags as people say, and I don't think people see the red flags, right? Because you're so in love, you're so in, in awe with this person that that you don't see it. So I didn't see them. And if I saw them, I didn't ever bring them up or I didn't ever have conversation or ever brought it up to him because I was like, well, if he's here now, like, who cares? Like, he's here. Yeah. Like, why? Why does it matter? Um, he's present. He's here. He's, you know, he's not going anywhere. I got pregnant with my second son, and um, again, he would come and go as he pleased. Mm-hmm. Again, I think that that was some sort of my, you know, it was me as well. Because I let that happen. I permitted it. Right. But again, I was like, well, as long as he's here or he when he wants to be here, it's fine. But again, another red flag. Like, who does that? Yeah. Does it? Who comes and goes like that? Right. So it was until um, I started having miscarriages and our relationship started kind of, I don't know, he started to worry. He started to, like, I don't know, become more affectionate, become more like, oh, well, I need to be a dad now. Um, yeah. 
so he started changing and he started coming around and we got our house, we got our, our cars, we financially were able to do that. So we started to have like an actual family, like living under the same roof. Okay. So creating that home atmosphere after my second child and then having um, uh, a miscarriage in between um, my second child and my my third baby. Yeah. Um, it's kind of came together, I guess. We kind of made it because he saw how hard that was on me. I guess he it felt me. Mm-hmm. It still didn't change. It was still the same. We still weren't connected. We were still he was doing this thing and I was doing my thing and we were just content with just being around each other when we were. Right. And then I had my third baby. And then that's kind of where I was like, you know what? Like it's either you change now or you never change. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to deal with your coming and going out of my life. um, And in our kids' lives. Yeah. So I put the ultimatum. Like you change now or, or never, because I'm gonna be out. I'm not. I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. And from there on, for years, it was it was good. We were doing the family things. We were going on vacations. We were doing family things together. We were doing birthdays. We were doing holidays. Um, everything seemed to be great. Um, not knowing that that he had um issues with again things that you don't see things that that you see or you you blindsided because you don't think it's important right I mean, drinking being out and you know doing things outside of the home right yeah. without including your family obviously when you're out in the streets it's it's never something good like if you're out at two three o'clock in the morning there's nothing good waiting out there yeah so knowing that that all was happening and I was blocking it and I wasn't looking at it as something that was important at mm-hmm. the time, later on it catched up and I was seeing the 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 continuous, you know, he'd be good for three months and he'd be bad. And then he'd be going back to the same situation. Okay. So throughout the, uh, um, the lies that obviously cheating because I mean again being in the world of drinking and being out and about in the streets it's obviously there's temptation there's things out there that are going to be become available that aren't available to them at home mm-hmm. so the lying the cheating the uh, manipulation I'll come back like I'm going to change I promise you I'm going to change um, all the mind games of the moment that he knew that, that I was a foot out the door switch. Right. Uh, so after my third baby, things were good for a while. Um, mm-hmm. and I started seeing things, um, that were, 
uh, in my mind, like that's, it's not okay. But again, he was there and I wanted him to be there because I loved him. Right. Because I was in love with him um, at the time. Right. Um, so the whole my relation, the, the, uh, that he would change the, um, I'm sorry, uh, change, um, like, don't leave me, um, no one without you, I'm, I'll be lost without you, it's, it's all a game, it's all a mind game. Right. Um, going on to, what was it, maybe our sixth or seventh year? Into it, so it was after my my third baby that I then I birth, and I felt like that that was something that that would really and like he wanted to be there, but he didn't know how to be there because he, he wanted to be a dad, but I guess it was maybe trauma that he had or issues that he had that he couldn't figure out, and that kept him away from having to be at home okay like he couldn't be he would have the tendency to just want to disappear um and i I accepted that because again my mind was like he's there he's coming back he'll come back which he did right all the time um because he knew that he'd take him back yeah, and it wasn't a healthy relationship, obviously. But at the time, I wasn't something that I was really even taking into consideration because I was just, I was living. Like, I was yeah. going to work, taking care of kids. Um, in between there, I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to go to college. I, I went to college. I was doing the full-time job, the student, the full-time mom, the full-time um, you know, you were being Wonder Woman. Yes. Um. So being it all wrapped in all of that, I was like, well, I can't do it alone. It was scary. I was like, what the heck? If he leaves, then what am I gonna do? Right. So, uh, I really grasp. I really try to understand him and say, hey, you know, maybe he needs time away because yeah, it is. It's draining. It's a lot. It's being at home was a lot you know yeah and I was becoming to uh, feel that empathy part of the, the the relationship or that part of the yeah the relationship that you that that happens when you when you who is narcissistic and and manipulative um selfish mm-hmm. right because they want to be the center of attention right They're the ones that that want um, like it's, it's not you, it's, you know, it's, it's not me, it's you scenario. Uh-huh. Um, so down to like my last baby and then having that, that stillbirth, that, that stillbirth was definitely some, uh, a very low, low, um, moment for me and I think that was kind of my eye opener of like I I I don't want to be in a relationship is going to come and go 
Yeah. So I made determination to uh, figure out what was happening. I started talking to people. I started um, investing my time in other things other than looking for him or finding him or try to find him. Right. right. Um, And in all this, I lost myself, obviously, Mm because my attention was all on him. And and my kids. So I lost myself um, to a point where when this all ended right years after years after my stillbirth years after i had another miscarriage after that and coming to realization that that this person wasn't ever going to change for me Mm -hmm. so that i came to the conclusion that that i had to make the determination of walking out so i left and once I left, I, w- I didn't look back. Um, but I feel like after leaving that relationship that was for that long wasn't as bad as what my process was after I left it. Like the process after leaving a relationship, for me personally, mm-hmm was double hard because I had to put in the work yeah, to fix everything that was undone. Right. Um, the knowing how to communicate, the knowing um, what I like, what I didn't like. Yeah. Um, the right from wrong um the mind games that 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 were done throughout the relationship affected me so much after the fact that I left the relationship and I'm still I'm still working on it now yeah it's still affecting me today yeah um because you have those triggers there's so, a whole bunch of triggers you have those triggers those eggs yes and once, and I'm pretty sure as soon as they happen, that's when you shut down. I completely shut down. Right. I self isolate. I self sabotage. Yeah. I um, get in my mind of a lot of it was the worthiness. Mm-hmm. You lose a lot. I lost a lot being in a relationship with somebody who did not give two shits about me. Right. Like I give every sweat and blood to this person that didn't, didn't, didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. At some point, yes, I was in love and there, the, the relationship was very surreal and it, it, it was very, you know, because we are there. Right. But I didn't know what that was going to consist of after the fact of like getting to know each other more in depth, like moving in together, having kids together. Like that all changes. Yeah, because technically you really don't. 
you, you don't know the person. No. You can date you the person for years, but you and really know don't them. know the person until you live with them. Yep. Um, so, yeah, after I think my son, my, my youngest son was about three. It was a Halloween night. Uh, it was in... And actually, like, there was actually no snow. It wasn't even cold. Um, a switch just clicked, and I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, again, seeking, like, talking to people. There's some people in life that um, were advice to like stay 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 make it work and then the other ones were like well you know you you have to do, you need to do to make yourself happy you're obviously not happy. um miserable mm-hmm. so having to deal with that too right because their his family was like well y'all can't like separate what is wrong with you yeah and it was another trigger because they were telling me like hey well you have to you have to handle it right like you have to know how to handle it like if you want it to be in a relationship you have to learn how to handle it so you know why be in a relationship so the guilt like like i was doing something wrong like i was making him react the way that was but in reality no i mean whose fault was it it was both of our faults right right Right. We both didn't know how to communicate. We both didn't know um, how to express our feelings. Um, we we were so young and um, we didn't understand what it was to be a parent and be a husband, be be a spouse, right? To to one another, mm-hmm. we didn't know boundaries. We didn't know. Um, you know, to be compassionate, to be understanding, to be able to communicate with one one another. We didn't know that because we were raised in a home, you know, to work, mom stays home and cooks and cleans and, you know, takes care of the kids. Right. We were raised in that mindset. So, yeah, he was in that mindset of, like, the woman takes care of the man and, and the woman takes care of the house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got into the relationship um, not having the I mean, who does, right? Right. No one has the the, the the book of how to create a good marriage or a good relationship with somebody. Yeah. Nobody Especially is, at the young age that you guys did it. Started it at that young age and started yeah. creating a family immediately after. Right. So um when I left, uh whole emotions all the emotions uh the sad anger uh the guilt the desperation the uh like i don't know what to do like what am i doing because for a while it was okay well i left but he's over here expressing that that he's going to change that he wants to be there again the manipulation part of it him control over my life no matter what whether he was or wasn't there right um i will change i'm going to change 
yeah, he would change. He he would come around and 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 be present for three months, and then again fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, nobody can reach him. Nobody could contact him. Um, the only people that would know him would know where he was, but they would never tell me where he was. Right. That in itself also was another trigger because it's like a mother, like me as a mother now, like where my kids are, like I can't imagine what his mom would, would go through um, because he has his, you know, partner was going through this. Like I can't imagine what his parents, you know, or his family would go through. Um, not knowing where he is, not knowing if he's okay. Um, that in itself, it was, it was bad. Um, but after I left, I didn't really start doing my healing until probably recently. Because I self-isolated and I self I didn't, I didn't want to involve anybody in trying to fix what nobody broke, right? Yeah. So if I so I'm not talking to anybody about your issues, because again, why are you going to go talk to your, your freaking vecina about your problems, right? Or why are you going to talk to your mom? I, I definitely did not talk to my parents about what was going on. So my, my, my parents were oblivious to that. Oh, damn. Right. Right. I wasn't communicating that to them. They were seeing what they want. I was letting them see what they what they wanted to see. Yeah. So it was perfect. The relationship was perfect. We were fine. There's nothing wrong. If he would disappear or he's going on. Like I was lying for him. Like I was doing everything and anything to try to, to cover up for him to make him look good. Pretty much. Even though. He wasn't good to me. He wasn't good to his family. He wasn't being who he promised to be, right? Be present, to be there, uh, to take care of us, to be a family. Mm. Um, so, yeah, my, my parents were very oblivious. They were very oblivious until the moment I left him. And my healing journey after I left him and I guess I'm, I, and I can say that I'm still learning to heal from that relationship because um, there's triggers and there's things that still happen till today that have affected in, in my, my relationships that I've had. Yeah. Uh, and majorly. It, it's not like, huh, and little triggers here and there. No, it's it's definitely something that that I have definitely recent mm -hmm. uh, occasions that that I've questioned myself, am I ready to be in a relationship? Mm -hmm. And I found a platform, right? A social media platform that's actually it has helped me actually found that find out that you cannot heal from your past trauma or your past issues that that you have had whether it's relationship whether it's anything mm -hmm. if you don't confront it like if you don't actually go through the process of healing 
And when you have been in a relationship that has broken you or, you know, has broken you down to the point where you have lost, you know, yourself, it's not going to be easy to get back up. It's not like riding a bike. Exactly. It's relearning and retraining your brain to get out of habits that you were in so used to. Um, yeah. I believe I've done a lot of growth and, and a lot of um, um, healing just recently because just so recently I've opened myself to dating again, to opening the doors of like, huh, maybe I'm ready. Yeah. It's been six years. Right, right. My kids are older. Um I have more time, you know, during the period of time that my kids were literal, I, I didn't want to date because I was like, they deserve my time. Like, um, I guess I was being uh, selfless or selfish because I wanted, I didn't want to have people come and go out of my kids' lives. So, yes, I stayed single during that whole time because I didn't feel like I needed to have somebody there. Because, again, I came from a relationship along, I mean, it was 12-some-plus years. Right. Um, to have somebody come in my life and, and dictate what I would do or, or you know, uh, wonder if... Uh, uh, who I am, like questioning who I am. Like after that relationship, I, I definitely said, Nope, I'm, I'm not doing that. So yeah, it was six years, six years later, here we are. And if I had known what I was doing in the relationship, would it make me as broken as I was now? I mean, we would recorrect that, right? Yeah. So going back to like when people are in relationships that that you question, like, well, why are you still with them, or why why do you still keep going back? It's not that they don't they they want to go back. It's it's manipulation. It's the 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 controlling part of that people can have a big control over your, your emotions, your actions. And it's crazy that you can let somebody do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Let somebody come in your life and, 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 and have them dictate what you eat, what you wear, where you go, who you exactly. to. Right. But again, this person, um, manipulates you to the point where you're like you're not questioning it because you're like well why would they do that they love me they care for me right yeah and say it their actions don't say it but they're telling you it um so going to six six years later i've been in and out of relationships and they've all been great people who i've come to cherish right some i've still talked to some i don't yeah because 
of the things that happen while trying to get to know this person while trying to build that friendship or, you know, that friendship into a relationship. Yeah. Um, but you cannot break the cycle without having to go through it again, if that makes sense. Like you have to get yourself out there. You you have to open the door to the possibility of somebody letting somebody in. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to fail again. Yeah. Even though that's not what you want. You, but you have, have to, to be with a, okay with it not working. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay with you know. Uh, the relationship not being what you maybe think it is, right? Because again, we don't know. Um, we're not. We don't know people to the full extent. People only let us know and unless and, and shows what they want to, right? right? It takes years. I mean, I was in a relationship for twelve years, and I didn't know who this person is. I don't mm-hmm. know who this person is. So you never get to finish to actually getting to know somebody. Um, especially when you're in a relationship for a long period of time and it becomes a routine. Exactly. Don't, they don't stick out. And especially being in a relationship from a very young age or from, or, or starting anybody starting a relationship at, at a young age, not knowing like what to expect and what to give and, and, and what to do. Because nobody gives you a guidebook to a perfect relationship. You just do Mm -hmm. it. You know, you get into it and you try to be as honest as you can with the person. Um, You communicate, you know, honesty, loyalty, all of that. Yeah. But, I mean, not everybody has the good intention to be in a relationship for the right reasons. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so going through all this, have you figured out how to move on from all those triggers that have yes been triggering you? I'm still working on it, but right. I believe that I've getting closer to the point where I I can say that that I can give the best that I can to the next person that's going to come into my life because sadly you know i've had great people come into my life that unfortunately i've i've definitely i know that i have right Mm -hmm. put them in a situation where uh um not necessarily hurt but made them there was something wrong when there was really nothing wrong. Right. Um, and that itself was another like process for me because I would tell myself like, I would never hurt somebody the way they hurt me. Mm-hmm. Like I would never want to cause that sort of um, hurt. And uh, an ability to to be hurt like that because I'm like, 
I don't want that. I don't want to be that person. So yes, I've pushed people away and I've self-isolated and self-sabotaged for the same reason because it's like they deserve better. Right. They they don't deserve to have somebody in their life who hasn't had had that breakthrough of you know being done with the triggers and being okay with being good where they are at um after being in a relationship um and i don't want to call it toxic because again it toxic is is different for everybody like it's not the same for for everybody right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but i can say today like the person that I am now and and what I've gone through, I would say that I've learned to know how to handle those emotions because they're emotions. Exactly. Um, So knowing how to control those emotions have become easier for me. So um, I've opened it. I've opened up and I've, have had certain people in my life that that actually helped me figure that figure out that I have to let people in in my life like I have to even if it even if it's like they're willing to be there to kind of hold my hand to go through what I need to go through to meet them like in the middle like even in yeah to wanting to create that that relationship so yeah Yeah. so I've I've definitely I've definitely done the growth I've definitely have done the the mis I've done the mistakes I've I've uh, um done my rights and my wrongs but I mm-hmm. definitely think that I am not in the same place that I was six years ago. So yes, I, I think uh, I've, I've, you've grown. I've had a handle to those emotions, and and let that like let them control my life because right. I don't want to be alone. Who wants to? Right? Nobody wants to be alone. Somebody wants you know you you want to have somebody there. So eventually, you know, the right person will come around who is going to accept for who I am and for what I can bring to the table. And I know that, that I can bring or for a, a well of, of qualities. Yeah. Right? And basically all you got to do is whoever this person is or whoever the person comes into your life, just talk about it. Um, like I said on previous podcasts, it's, it's one of those like, yeah, I can know your name. I can know your date of birth. I can know your colors. I can know everything about you that you like. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know what triggers you, it ain't going to work. Right. Because as soon as I do one of the triggers, I'm out the door. Yep. So I've always said it and, I, and I've always keep saying it is... Always start a conversation with your ex. Yes. Even though you don't want to have that conversation. Yes. Because even if you're in a stalking stage, 
your ex come out and then that's how you know like yeah it's not gonna work out but yes. if you talk about it you know what not to say what not to do how not to act yes. and you build the foundation yes I agree I agree and I think I have done the work that I need to till now I know there's still going to be work that needs to be done mm -hmm. when that person comes around and if that person is willingly wanting to be there I will receive it with open arms it's not going to be perfect because no one's perfect right correct but I can say that 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 six years ago till till now, like looking at myself six years ago, yes, I've done a lot of growth. I am doing the work mm -hmm. to better myself, and not just being in a relationship, but just in general. Right. Um, being who I want to be. Um, because you make an impact in everybody's life. In everybody's life, you enter it, you make some sort of impact. Yeah. And I definitely want to make it a, a positive impact, whether that is a relationship, family, right? Um, we're talking about relationship right now, but that all entails in who I am. No. My character, who I am. So... I've definitely done the work. I've definitely, you know, still working on it. Mm -hmm. But I, I definitely feel in a good headspace. Uh, going back to relationship, I, the next person that comes in, you know, I'm definitely going to over communicate. Right. Like, this is it. Like, this is what I can give you. If you accept me for that, and if you can accept what I can offer, then great. Let's move forward and, and you know, enjoy the ride while it, you know, while y'all are in it. Yeah. And one thing I've I, I said in another podcast was um, people come in your lifetime for a reason, a season or a lifetime. But you'd never make that decision. They make the decision on themselves. I agree. And with that being That's said, um, yeah. With that being said, it's it's been an honor to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm blessed to have you here. Um, knowing you, oh. talking to you, and even talking to you now, um, I've known you've grown. I've seen you grown. Um, I've seen you uh, go through your ex. Yes. I, I, I know you've um, accomplished a lot in the amount of time that I've talked to you. Um, and I'm proud of you. Thank I'm really you. proud of you, of uh, everything that you're doing to better yourself. Um, and I'm pretty sure your kids see it. I'm happy for yes. you. You have an amazing journey coming your way. And... What else can we do but move forward, right? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to um, 
just be available. Fellas, she's single. FYI. <laughs> Look her up. Her name is Bubbles. You know, Please. not not like that. <laughs> okay. But you know what I mean. Icebreaker. Yeah, no. You know what I mean, right? Just being <laughs> available. Um, you know. Yeah, I'll take time. You'll have that person and maybe that person's already here. You just don't know it. Exactly. You know, um, once again, thank you. Yes. For being here. This it was is, a pleasure. This is the portion where I let you promote or give a shout out to anyone you want, whoever you want. If you have a business or you want to promote a business, go for it. The mic is yours for a couple of seconds. Um, yeah, I definitely, you know, want to thank everybody that has come into my life um, most recently. Um, I don't know if I'm going to put out the names out there, but y'all people know who you are um, because I keep in communication with you guys on a daily. And if I don't... Um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you when, when I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I've, I've gotten to meet a lot of beautiful people and uh, I've, I've just been generally feel like I've been loved and left and right. And I think that has also helped me in, in this journey. Right. Um, so I want to thank all of them, you know, who, who are there on a daily, who aren't there on a daily. Um, and thank you for having me. It was an honor. It was an honor. Um, one thing before we ended, yeah. um, obviously these podcasts, everybody listening to them on Mondays. Yes. I do go live on Fridays to discuss today's episode. So my question to you is, would you like to join me? You can say yes, you can say no, but would you like to join me Friday night to discuss this podcast? It would be you and myself, no boxes open. Once again, this is on TikTok Live, those of you that are listening. It would be (laughs) myself and yourself, no boxes open unless you want somebody up there. Other than that, it will be 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Friday. Once again, I would like to know if you would like to join me. If not, it's okay. You don't have to answer it right now. But on Friday, once again, I will be going live to discuss this. Perfect. All right. Once again, thank you. For those of you listening, y'all have an amazing morning, great afternoon, a good night. And I can't wait to see you guys Friday. Cindy, last words? Be blessed. (laughs) All right. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye. Bye.